Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Hey, you tuned in. That's hour two of the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It continues. Now, this is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards, live here on 103.9 FM. W-Y-A-B, Mississippi's Real Conservative Talk Radio. How about that? How about that? That How about that? Hey, man, I was just looking here on Michael Watson's website. The Secretary of State, who I actually like Michael Watson. I got no beef with Michael Watson. Uh, Friends with his family. His wife. I grew up with his wife. I like Michael Watson. He's probably going to be our next governor one day. Um, But I got a question. Why is there a Super Talk logo and link on a state website, you can go to sos.ms.gov, and there's a big super talk link right here. And of course, you click on it, it's an interview with Michael, but uh, that should be on his personal social media, personal website, something like that. There should not be a super talk link and logo on a government website. I got a problem with that. There needs to be a Clay Edwards show link right under it, wyab.com. Right under it. We can arrange an interview with Michael. Uh, anytime, any place. He knows how to find me. We're friends on the Twitter. And we're, tw- we're friends in the X-verse. Is that what it's called now? The X-verse? Anyway, just saw that. Thought I'd mention that. This segment uh, brought to you by, it's what's for lunch. It's the big salad. It's right out there in Flowood. Get over there today. Enjoy a great salad. Or turn any of their signature salads into a wrap. Man, that sounds so good. I say it every day. Today may finally be the day. Today may finally be the day that I go turn the bravocado into a wrap. Check them out. They're available for delivery on take-a-break deliveries. Or you can go dine in in person right there in Dogwood and Flowood. Dogwood and Flowood. Say that together a lot. Check them out. TheBigSalad.com. Check out their menu. Place it to go order. Take care of all that. Or you can get it delivered. Go to TakeAbreakDeliveries.com and place your to-go order. And use the promo code CLAY601 in all caps if it's your first time ordering. You're going to get $5 off your delivery fee. I say convert that over to a tip. All right. My guest here in the studio, he's running for District 1 Madison County Supervisor. He is a former politician himself, an elected official. It is Timothy Jenkins. Good morning, Timothy. Good morning, Clay. How are you doing? I'm great. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you. Now, look, you... You come highly recommended by a friend of mine, my friend and y'all's, Mr. Chip Matthews, lined this up. So I'd like to thank Chip for doing that. Y'all get out and enjoy some Acme pizza and daiquiris. Um, Timothy, uh, you guys have been filling me in. I'm, I, 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 I know very little about Madison County politics uh, outside of a, a mayor here, a mayor there. Uh, uh, Jace Powell's a buddy of mine up there in Gluckstadt, you know, stuff of that nature. But y'all are sitting here telling me, just how nasty 
it's getting over there and how little is actually getting done and how Madison's really ran by three Democrats, the the board of supervisors there. And that's bothersome, especially when you take into account what Delbert's trying to do to Madison and turn it into, turn it into Hines County judicially. Um, it, it sounds like there's an SOS. Speaking of Secretary of State, <laughs> there's an SOS <laughs> in Madison. I mean, we got to get we got to get some true conservatives in there that are going to fight for Madison County and get and bust this three two thing up at the door, as Kim Wade would say. That's true, and you know, it just it just seems like to me that I've lived there my whole life. I know the mayor. I know the mayor of Ridgeland. Uh, I know. Well, I guess I know all the mayors of all the five cities in, in Madison County. T- t- tell me this. What, District 1, what does that encompass? District 1 starts at Green Oak off of 51, and it goes south down to uh, the Natchez Trace. Follows uh, on the on the west side of 55, you've got, you pick up um, Cypress Lake, Fairfield, Windsor Hills, and Summer Tree. And then... Uh, then it goes over to the on the east side of 55, and you've got you got Fontenelle, North Place, North Bay, Natchez Trace Village, uh, Sherbourne, but you, it goes all Wrights Mill, Highlands. It goes down on the down to the Natchez Trace uh, at Rice Road. Got it. And Canton is in District One. Or no, that district, that's district no, Five. Uh-uh, that's District Five. Right. That makes sense. Um. So you, you guys were explaining to me kind of what the situation is there right now. You got two Democrats and a rhino playing Democrat, and that's who you're trying to replace, correct? No, you're, are you trying no to replace we're not him? trying to. Uh, you know, the, the problem that I see is uh, you've got two Republican supervisors right now in Madison that are running unopposed. You got Trey Baxter in District 2, and you got Gerald Steen in District 3. And there's been a lot of controversy on Gerald um, because, yeah, he's he has voted with Paul Griffin and Carl Banks in the past to to get things done. The uh, the groundbreaking that they had yesterday for Reunion Parkway, you know, they can say what they want, but Gerald Steen had a lot to do with that. He had a lot to do with the funding. He had a lot to do with the passing. District 1 and District 2 have been outvoted on in the last eight years. And I'm sure that people that's listening to this have gotten mailers to that effect uh, put out by our, by our mayor, said for eight years it's been a 2-3 vote and that they need to send somebody as their watchdog. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, the city of Madison doesn't need a watchdog you can watch it. You can go to a board of supervisors meeting, your own. Citizens are watchdogs. That's exactly right. We need, we need a bulldog if you want to call it a dog. But we got to have somebody that goes. <laughs> to, we we got to have somebody that goes to Canton, and stands up and puts their chair in front of the audience that's there to watch it, and now, not turn your chair just because it's Gerald Steen or or District Four and Five. You, if you if you've got something to fight for, then be heard. Don't say I didn't know it was on the agenda, or I'm ready to go. You you know what the agenda is before the meeting starts. 
and and if a supervisor says I didn't know that was on the agenda, then do what I do and go on the website the week before and download the agenda. Look, I, I keep up with it out there in Rankin County. You know, if you, if you, it's on social media. It's it's on their websites. I keep up with Brandon's. I keep up with Rankin County's. I know what's going on out there. That's right. I know, I know when the city of Brandon's going to vote for whatever band's playing at the amphitheater to a new building being built. It ain't hard. And I don't go out of my way to find this. It finds its way. If you show the least bit of interest, it'll find its way into your news feed. That's right. Our watchdogs are what like happened. It's, it's like what happened uh, the last couple of board meetings when uh, Lake Caroline residents showed up to show their unsupport of this uh, convenience store. It's uh, the watchdogs are the people like at a, out at Deerfield that are not in pub are not in favor of that new subdivision going in. Uh, our support, our watchdogs are Hoy Road and uh, and Green Oak. We don't we don't need a supervisor called a watchdog. We need a supervisor that's going to go up there and work. No, you don't need you don't need somebody else out there doing the bidding of the mayor of Madison. Right. Now, I respect a lot of what she's done. I spoke very highly of her in the last in in my first hour, and I also said I've criticized her, and I'm about to do that now. You know, she's got this. You handed me this mailer for uh, Casey Brannon, and it's got Mayor Mary all in it, and it just makes me want. I mean, is he married to Mayor Mayor Mary? Is this his wife? No. Because I mean, you you wouldn't know that she's on, she's in two not one but two pictures with him, and here I, is he he's married to the county attorney. No, to the city attorney. City attorney. That's nepotism of some sort. Yeah. I don't like that. That's just my personal opinion. But she, I mean, she mayor, mayor she she put her phone number on here, so we're gonna roll with this. Mayor Mary put her cell phone number on this flyer. It says. If you want to personally discuss the county and the issues affecting our city, please call me on my cell phone. So if y'all got a pen, you want to write down Mayor Mary Hawkins' cell phone number here. She did this, not me. 601-941-5793. Mayor Mary Butler, Mary Mary Hawkins Butler's cell phone number. As advertised on this mailer here, not out of Clay Edwards' cell phone, is 601 941 Five seven nine three, and ask her why she's putting her nose in county politics. Exactly. You know, she's got a stake in county politics, just like everybody else living in any other municipality. And and what I've got what I've got to get out to people is that this is a county supervisor job. This isn't. I'm not running for mayor or alderman. A supervisor is supposed to do what is best for the county, and and if you go in with that mentality, if you don't have a healthy county, it's really hard to have a healthy municipality. One of the things that one of my opponents talking about is that the city of Madison has the highest millage rate of any other city. Well, Mary has done a fantastic job. I like where I live. I live in the city of Madison. But all these other municipalities have industry they've got businesses that help offset the millage rate you got nissan and and amazon for two big ones i mean madison has been there long enough 
I grew up in Ridgeland. I knew what Madison was 40 years ago. Mary's brought it a long way. But all these people that live in Madison, I went out to the air base every day for 32 years. My wife goes to Flowood. My mom drove to a hospital in Jackson. You know, these people are going somewhere else. Even my dad drove to Ridgeland with a barbershop. These people that live in Madison aren't working in Madison. And it's not always a bad thing. And I can't say that I'm for apartments. I know what kind of, I know what that brings in. I, I, I grew up in South Jackson and Byron. That's right. I watched what apartments and, and, and beginner homes, I call them shoebox houses. Mm-hmm. They're basically apartments. Right. I've watched what they do. It takes about 20 years at the most. I've watched what apartments do. To, to an area. That's right. It, South, Byram is now South South Jackson. But what happens when you let big corporations come in and buy houses up like they've done uh, in yep. North Place? You know, you've got, you've got a house that they're renting out for $2,000 a month, but they don't keep the grass cut. They, they let the shutters fall off the front of the house. You know, so... What's worse? Are you gonna Are you gonna regulate and say we we don't have any apartments? Which I'm not a, I'm not opposed to not having them. I'm, mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea. But when do you regulate residential housing to where big corporations can't come in and convert it into rental property? I tell you, I mean, the mayor of Pearl is a friend of mine, Jake Jake Wyndham, and I I'm gonna tell you it, that guy. To your point about rental houses and can. Uh, policing them from a code standard violation, from code violation ethic, code standpoint. That guy gets in his car, rides around Pearl. He spends most of his day riding around Pearl looking for things to call his his folks to clean up, citate, this, that, and the other, because he loves his community. You know, you can have rental houses. I rent, full full disclosure, I, I'm a renter. But you you got to take, you, you got to hold them to the same standard you hold a property owner to. When my dad had his store on Lynch Street for 40-something years, talk about how, how far the city of Jackson's fallen because of not keeping up with code stuff. If he didn't cut his grass for more than a, a, about two weeks, the city came out and did it and sent him the bill for it. And that's, what the, that's, what's gotta, that's what's got to happen with rental homes, That's right. in my opinion. If you're going to do it, if you, you know, you're going to have to hold these people accountable. You know, start, start writing tickets. I agree. And, you know, one of the, one of the other things is... Um, I'll tell you what, hold that thought. Let's take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. All right, welcome back in. It is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live on 103.9 FM, WYAB, where just a, just a reminder here, WYAB, if you're new here, we don't take a single penny of taxpayer dollars, not from a new municipality, or the state of Mississippi on this station. It is 100% self-funded by small business owners advertising here and by you supporting those small business owners and by politicians like uh, Mr. Timothy Jenkins here, uh, you know, paying uh, pay, pay to come on these shows like, like all politicians do. We don't let politicians who are actively running come on for free. Right. You know, so <clears throat> not to promote themselves anyway. So, so speaking of that, we've got Chip Matthews here in the studio. Uh, he is here with Mr. Jenkins 
today, and we're discussing Madison County politics. And Timothy is Timothy Jenkins. Remember the name. Timothy Jenkins is running for District 1 Madison County Supervisor. And ready to – I'm going to steal a line from Kim Wade. I've been doing that this week a good bit. Bust this thing up at the dope, there <laughs> as, Kim, as Kim would say. Um, and, and we're talking about uh, Mayor Mary is supporting uh, a different guy, and she's all up in the flyers with him. Uh, well, you know, that, my way of looking at it, interesting. I'm going to say this. Mary has done a great job. I remember yeah. when uh, Madison was a dirt road. But in reality, if let's say Mary did her first 20 years in, in Madison and did her second 20 years at Supervisor, the county would be in a different place. That's right. I mean, think yeah. about it. She could have moved up. You just can't be, I guess, the puppet master. And and especially in a county politics, you got to have three votes and you got to have somebody that's going to walk in there and argue with them regardless. And if we don't get four, and, and I mean, everybody's got to understand, we need to win District 4 and 5, but we got to win one of 4 and 5 in order to flip it back to a, a vote to where it's fair for everybody. And all supervisors, that's what he needs. To, uh, he wanted to talk to you about, is the supervisor's job is to take care of his district, but then take care of the entire county. And, you know, we all know that in uh, District 5, you know, Yandel Road should have been three lanes 100 years ago, but nobody's voting to put money down there. Yeah, Nobody's voting to put money on. I mean, to think that the left side of the reservoir, the Madison County side of the reservoir, is not as developed as the Rankin County side of the reservoir, was done by Democrats to make sure that that area would not grow and prosper and they would lose a district. You know, if 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 that was to prosper all through the reservoir on the Rankin County, on the Madison County side, they feel like the wrong people would move in and they would lose their Democratic stronghold on the Canton up. And, it, you know, I never really thought about it because I just always considered that part of the, the, the trace. Right. But it, it is interesting that how underdeveloped the Madison County side is. Right. And it's underdeveloped because the Democrats don't want it to grow. <laughs> you, they want you can grow in Canton in that way, but nobody. But right there, if you if you think of it, if they had their same roads in Madison County that they had in Rankin County on the North Shore and all that, how quick those development and and it has grown without you know with the bad roads. Right now, it's a two lane road with a ditch on both sides, and right now there are people sitting in traffic trying to drop their kids off at school. And and there's no way to pass because they're in three lanes. There's no turn lane. Yeah, Yandel yes. is a disaster. Yeah. I, look, it, I, I got a friend that's got a business out there, and I dread going over there because I dread leaving Well, and it, having to pull out and go left. Yeah, right. I lived in Bradshaw Ridge uh, the first eight years of my marriage, and uh, I was District 1 election commissioner. That was at the time District 1. We moved back to to Madison three years ago from from Gluckstadt and it would take me 20 minutes to pull out from Clarkdale just to get down to 51. I had three kids that were going to Germantown. You know, it's sad when you live 3 miles from a school and it takes you 30 minutes to get there. And the Democrats because the district 4 has been decided by less than 10 votes in the last two election cycles gerrymandered and took Lake Caroline out of District 4, put it in Glutstadt, 
because they, they, they know that that's going to be a Republican stronghold. So they took the Republican votes out of District 4 and put them into uh, made District, made, made District 1 Republican stronghold stronger. That's right. Yeah. And so... And, and then, two. and then District Four now starts at the northern part of the county at at Yazoo County, so and comes a, all the way down to Richland. So we got a text here on the Guns and Gear text line from uh, Jerry. He says Carl Banks redrew his district to exclude white neighborhoods. He lives in Lake Caroline, but not in but not in his district. Correct. Then you are correct. But the the sad thing is when when District Four goes from Yazoo County all the way down to Hines County and comes across under Ridgeland all the way over to Old Canton Road. The, when, when they did that, that picked up all those apartments on Lake Harbor, all of the apartments on Pear Orchard. And for a long time, he was... So he got to get out get the Hispanic vote. <laughs> yes. They, they will vote conservative. I hope so. They, the Hispanics will vote But we don't need Banks back in office. No. I mean, he's the one that put Espy. He, he, he is Espy's cousin, cousin and put him on the board as the board attorney. And, and, did, did, and, and did not exclude himself from that vote, correct? Correct. Where, where, where is, an, is that an ethics violation? We talked about ethics violations. Yeah, that's, a, that's what it is. So you were an election commissioner? I was election commissioner from 2008 to 2018 for District 1. And uh, in 2016, we had a little shakeup in the election commission, and it went from a, a 3-2 Republican to a 2-3 Democrat. Uh, two of the uh, two of the new election, well, two of the election commissioners were educators. That's what they said they were. You know, when that, I was that screams Democrat. When when I grew up, uh, somebody that taught you in a class was not called an educator. It called was a, a school teacher. teacher. Uh, they so were I don't to, mean to cut you off. I get, I get fired up about this. <laughs> well, they were there to t- teach. Uh, so the first meeting that we had, they voted, they voted in a new chairman for the election commission right off the bat. We had already done that. They started holding meetings and weren't going by the agenda. Uh, Michael Simmons with the Madison County Herald uh, had talked to him a few times, and he started having questions. And, you know, they had the philosophy, well, the Democrats are in control, and this is just how it is. And actually, in one of the Board of Supervisors meetings, uh, there was some controversy that had already stirred up. I had filed an ethics complaint against the three uh election commissioners and district five paul griffin in a board of supervisors meeting said you know for years the republicans have run the election commission and we didn't hear anything out of them everything ran smooth this is what paul griffin said now the democrats are in control of the election commission and it's all gone to hell now do we really want the supervisors in that same predicament, we're headed for that if we don't change something. And again, I know I'm harping on it, but we don't need a watchdog as a supervisor. And let's circle back. Tell tell everybody again that may be tuning in late. Why do you keep harping on watchdog? Because Madison County does not need a watchdog, and that's what Mary is wanting. We're talking and about Mayor Mary, Mary in, in Madison and is, is supporting 
Casey Brandon to be a watchdog. That's right. right. But we got a bulldog right. sitting across from me here, Timothy Jenkins. You got a guy one. that in the past, when he was on the election commission, went after everybody and got it to where it was flipped. And now there's four Republicans now, right? Yes. Four, four Republican uh, election commissioners and one Democrat. And uh, and through and there's his, a and there's a chance that after this next election there'll be five Republican and he, election commissioners. And you know, and he went after it, and that's what you got to do. You got to you got to fight the system in order to get your votes. So our current, I'm going to say this. We'll take a break and cancel on the other side. Currently, right now, the the two uh, Republicans, air quotes in the studio, are turning their backs. Every time the Democrats speak at yes. the board of supervisors, yes, because they they have nothing to do. They won't, they can't get anywhere. Are they, are they scared to fight? I don't know. That's another question. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. We ain't scared to fight. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Silent Majority Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here. In the 103.9 FM.com, WYAB. <laughs> I got that all wrong. Yeah. The 103.9 FM, WYAB.com studios. I'm joined by District 1 Madison County Supervisor Candidate Timothy Jenkins and uh, Chip Matthews, proprietor of Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's, as well as lifelong Cantonian. And uh, professional Democratic agitator. <laughs> Absolutely. Professional Democrat agitator. Um, so we are sitting here discussing Madison County politics, and again, Timothy Jenkins is running for District 1. He's asking for your vote on August 8th. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. The, the, technically this Tuesday. This Tuesday. Yeah. This Tuesday. This Tuesday. Coming up, the, ne- the next Tuesday on the calendar is August 8th. And, and vote. I'm going to hit you with something else just for everybody out there to listen. The Democrats currently have not signed a contract with the county to run the election. Now explain to people what that means. That sounds like that just sounds like jargon to me. What, is, what does well, that mean? Well, it it is jargon, but the deal is the the legislature passed it to where when you have a primary, the executive committees for each party they don't have to gather their poll workers, train their poll workers, and pack the the bags that have everything from pens to ballots in them. Uh, the legislature passed it to where now they can sign a contract with the county election commissioners to run the primary party election. You have to you have to offer it to both parties, but the way the law is written, both parties don't have to agree to it. You can you can do it for one party and not do it for the other. The problem we're having is that Republicans signed their contract. The Republicans signed the contract, but you've still got election commissioners that want to go ahead and help anyway, even though there's not a contract. You're setting yourself up as a liability if something goes wrong. You know dang well the Democrat executive party is not going to take blame for something that went wrong. They're going to blame the election commissioners for doing it. And, you know, like in Canton, we had one elected party who handled the ballots, and then another one handled it, and all of a sudden I had two different ballots in my election. And nobody could take – you don't have anybody you can blame. <laughs> but you know, that's it, another it, rabbit hole. It yeah. seems like consistently, whether it's statewide, even in Mississippi, super red majority Mississippi, we continue – 
to tweak the rules or ignore them altogether. For Democrats. For Democrats. It yeah. happened in the last uh, – there was something with the Secretary of State's office of people not qualifying in time. Right. For the Democrats. It was just, oh, well, it don't matter. They're, they're Democrats. We'll work it out. They, but, they, we'll work it out. But Republicans have gotten passive. And, you know, w- we see this in every walk of our life. You know, when, when – uh, I saw something last week that it's sad when a when a child can grow up and not be able to pretend to be an Indian, but a man can be full grown and pretend to be a woman. Yeah. You know, we we have gotten passive. We we allow things because you don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings. And and for me, those days are over. Uh, you know, we got to get back to what is a what does a supervisor do? You know. A supervisor is not there to appease just one or two uh, mayors or or aldermen. The supervisors have got to be there for for Madison County for all five municipalities. We've got to do what's best for the county. Sure, we're elected and we represent each individual district, but countywide we are a supervisor for the whole county. And you know it's not it's not just roads. You've got a you got a department that every fire truck in Madison County is ordered through the fire coordinator. Yeah, you, you fund the sheriff's department. That's right. You fund the fire, fund everything. You, you fund the tax collector and the tax collect uh, the circuit clerk's office, the chancery clerk's office. You pay the electric bill for the street lights. It's on I fifty five at the exits. There's more to it than just roads. Uh, you got Makita, uh, Madison County Economic Development Authority. All of this stuff. And last Thursday, I, I stood up at the podium and told people, you know, I didn't have a tie and a jacket on for a reason. I grew up at a time in Madison County when the supervisors actually worked. You took a shower at the end of the day, not at the beginning? That's right. So I'm not I'm not going to wear a tie. Now I wear a jacket to a board meeting. Sure, that's supposed to be a professional setting. But uh, you got a county administrator and a comptroller that that does the the fine book work in the offices. You got other office personnel that do those jobs. A supervisor. If you've got a road project like reunion that they opened up yesterday, a supervisor ought to be out there to see for himself with his eyes, what's going on, the progress, to where when a constituent calls, they don't have to say, well, let me call the administrator and see where we are on that. Or let me call the mayor and see what my opinion is on that. If you call me, when you elect me, you call me, you're going to get my opinion. You're going to get my story. You know, that's one thing. He catches a lot of flack in Hines County, but that's one thing I respect about David Archie right. over in Hines County is he's his own man. You got to be. I mean, and, and you're, you're going to burn and build bridges. You ca- you call somebody and ask them, why is this road not wide enough? Why is this? And you can, and your answer is, well, I don't know. And it's your responsibility. Yeah. They have the checkbook to write every check for everything that comes through Madison County. Is 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 that at supervisors? Yeah. Let me let me ask you this. I, 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 Lake Carolina is not District 1, correct? No, right. that's but, District well, 2 now. But let me, let me ask this. That's, it's been a hot topic. I've stayed out of this. Yeah. I, you know, this ain't none of my business. I don't live there. Okay. But you guys do live in Madison. You're running for Board of Supervisors. They approved this gas station in Lake Carolina, correct? Right, right. Is that Where, where do you stand on that? What would you have done? Well, first of all, 
did the Board of Supervisors do their homework, and how long had it been listed as commercial or C2, whatever commercial property it's listed as, to be able to put a, a station there. Then you got to look, because what I've been told is that that plot of land is listed at, under the, the Homeowners Association. So, you know, to me, the homeowners ought to be able to vote on whether to allow that to go on or not. But, you know, I, I personally... And I've been to the board meetings to listen to it, but I would have to know what the background for it is. I mean, you want to take a call real quick? Yeah. Sure. This is a Madison County resident. This, we got a Chris Hinkle, retired FBI agent here on the phone. Hey, Chris, you're on there. Maybe he did not mean to call. Okay. All right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, on the on the subject of that gas station, I mean, before the development was built, they set aside some land for commercial development. As time has changed, it changed to where it was. It became more of a residential area. Okay, right, let, let's take this call. Okay, hey brother, you're on there. Hey man, this is Chris Hinkle. Uh, really enjoyed catching up with you, at Griffin Grand yesterday. I That's wanted awesome. to ask the uh, candidate for district one, uh, district two, district one supervisor. Uh, what are your thoughts about the recent actions of the board of supervisors, where you've got? the supervisor for District 3, Gerald Steen, voting in lockstep with the other two supervisors from Districts 4 and 5 against the direct, uh, against supervisors 1 and 2 and the citizens that live along Bozeman Road that did not want the rezoning. Uh, I would think that if you're on the Board of Supervisors and you want to affect a significant character change in a community, you should be able to get the supervisor for that district on board. It, it just it smells funny when you have three supervisors affecting significant change. And now that board of supervisors is being sued by five neighborhoods off Bozeman Road. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I think for one thing that any time you have a 2-3 vote is controversial. And, you know, Gerald, I'm I'm not sure what Gerald Steen's thought process was, but with the number of people that showed up at the board meeting, which I applaud, anytime you have a concern, that's where it should be done. You go to the board of supervisors meeting. I think that on a lot of this stuff, they jump the gun. You know, they they bring something up half it, and this is just my opinion, but they act like they didn't know what was going to be on the agenda, and and it is, and instead of making a motion to table it to be able to talk about it they go ahead and rush through and vote on it i'm against that i don't you know the senate they say this the u.s senate runs slow for a reason well we need to slow the roll of madison county one month or or there's a meeting twice a month for the board of supervisors two weeks isn't going to be a big deal you know make them postpone it again, table it, and tell the, the, the owner of that 350 acres to go back and talk to the homeowners and come to an agreement. Chris, I also, this is Chip. Uh, I also was at that meeting, and, you know, as you'll remember what Gerald Steen said, we're going to get sued anyway, so let's just go ahead and approve it. Do you recall that? Were yeah, I recall that. I also, and I, recall, I, think it's st- I also recall when uh, the supervisor for District 2, Trey Baxter, pointed out the uh, potential illegalities for what he was doing where he was citing a change of character 
in the state Supreme Court already ruled on the distance. And that's when it should have been. And, and that's right. And, and that's when it should have been tabled. Sued, and Gerald Steen's response was, well, I guess we'll see you in court. Right. That's and, how much that's how much disdain Gerald Gerald Steen has for the citizens along that area. And that's why we got to hold the status quo in one in, in one in uh, three and then get four and five flipped. Four and five well, need to be flipped. I, I don't know how you do that with Gerald. He's running unopposed. No, I'm talking about I'm. He's in three. He's in Gerald, two. Yeah, Gerald Stain is three. I'm in. I'm. I'm running in District Five yeah, against Gerald Paul Stain Griffin, is District and I picked three. up a lot of Madison, or uh, from Green Oak up. So I've got a lot of votes, and then of course I'm uh, wanting everybody to sign that petition against eight, that uh, development in that area. But well, in, I, I will be at the next Board of Supervisors meeting, Yes, and I'm not going to forecast what I'm going to ask, Yes, but as I said during that last meeting, I do my homework, I do my due diligence. I'm retired now from the FBI. I have time on my hands. That's right. And I will get some answers. Hey, and, so that, I will, and the best way to get those individuals on the record uh, is, number one, their vote. Number two is to get them to make statements on the record. In right. a proceeding. And in bring your paperwork to turn it in to the uh, Chris board attorney. Great, great call, brother. Got to take a break. Thank you for Thanks, listening. Man. All right. All right, man. Thanks, Bye. man. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, man, the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. You know, they're, they're in too big a hurry to do this. Back in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice. This is the Clay Edwards Show. This is 103.9 FM, WYAB. Listener-funded, small business-funded, not a single penny of taxpayer money, not from Madison County, Hines County, Rankin County, not from the state of Mississippi. Radio. Okay, before you get back to him, I want to yeah, steal, steal a moment. Y'all, there is a petition going around in Madison County. You need to go on next door, find it, this, that, and the other. It's to keep a uh, uh, out-of-state builder from coming in and building 932 houses on uh, uh, Yandel Road, on a road that already didn't big enough to handle the traffic that it's got. It's going to overcrowd the schools even more in that area. You need to get online and uh, and uh, sign that petition and uh, where they can get it to the Board of Supervisors next Monday and uh, try to get them to reverse their vote. So right. that's that. My two seconds. Uh Brother, we got about Timothy. We got about Timothy Jenkins, District One candidate, Madison County Supervisor. Needs your vote August eighth. We got about a minute left, brother. I'm gonna let you take us home. All right. First thing is Madison County for the Republicans. We need three votes, and I'm gonna be the best way to get that third vote. I have fought three election commissioners, and I won without using an attorney when they did. I grew up here. I live here. And uh, we don't need a watchdog. We need somebody that's going to go to Canton and fight for what's best for Madison County. Need the dog to get off the porch. We don't need a watchdog. We need a pit bull. There you go. Roof, roof. Oh, did I just get Chip Matthews, the biggest <laughs> Ole Miss fan, to bark like a dog? <laughs> Come on down. Come on, you never know what's going to happen on the Clay Edwards show. <laughs> hey, look, Timothy, we appreciate you coming in, brother. Best of luck appreciate coming you. up. Sounds like Madison County's got a fighter. Get out and vote, even if it's raining. Yeah, all that's exactly get right. Out and vote. Even if it's raining and hot. If it's raining and hot. We know if it's raining, Democrats ain't going to get out and vote. Oh, I said it, didn't I? <laughs> Nothing changes unless you vote, so <laughs> get out changes. and vote. All right, I'll see y'all guys tomorrow. We'll have Dr. John Wiltshire in here. Peace. 
Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.